You're listening to the Noisy Business Podcast, the unapologetic comedy podcast that takes you deep into the semi-sophisticated mind of Brayton. Have you even heard of the bro code? I've considered selling marijuana, but I just don't know how to get it. Pretty sure that dude's a Nazi. She said my dick was racist. And the untamed imagination of Sean. I never learned how to wash my hands. I was homeschooled, okay? Um, it made me cream my pants. There's people in the audience that need to know we're talking about dicks. <laughs> Sit back and turn your volume down. It's about to get noisy. Good morning, good afternoon, and any other time you're listening to this podcast, you're listening to the Noisy Business Podcast. Do not listen to our podcast at night. It, it, we do not want vampires as listeners. We are strictly a human podcast, and since vampires are out at night, we suggest that you. Keep an eye out for vampires. Don't have headphones. Don't listen to our podcast. I mean, take your life into your own hands if you want. That's that's up to you. It's a free it's a free country for now. Um, but yeah, if you're a vampire, shut this off and don't listen. Unless, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm drawing a line in sand. Yeah. So you know, whenever we started this podcast originally, Brayton wanted to say, you know what? He, he told me, he's like, I'm down to start a podcast, but we need to raise awareness about the vampire community, and we need to make sure that people like know that at nighttime, they're like a legitimate threat. I'm like, I don't think that's a thing we need to bring up. He's like, all right, I'll wait for the for the right moment. And I never thought that moment was going to come till that random <laughs> introduction where Brayton, he, he finally did it. After several years, he finally got there. It was a, you, you set it up, and I'll knock it down, because... The rarely do I get a podcast intro where you into where you uh, <laughs> welcome people into the uh, morning and afternoon, but you left out night, and I was like, "Perfect, Sean, thank you so much." <laughs> I'm I good tried, at, I tried I'm my good. best. Well, I mean, I, we won't have to get into it too far, but I, I hope did. Not. I did when we started this a journey. I was like, we need to uh, figure out our niche. And I would like to carve out our niche in the vampire hunter the vampire community, community. Yeah. because it, yeah, and, and you're not being sarcastic or anything. You're actually afraid of vampires, right? You think that they're actually scared that vampires are actually that actually exist. Yes, we know exactly. Oh, this is why we upgraded. <laughs> vampires exist. We all know it. They make movies about it. It's very hard to shoot vampires during mm-hmm. the day. They disappear. They turn into dust. You have to do it at night. You're setting, me up, seen you're setting me up for a perfect segue. I know. Because much much like, uh, you know, stories about terrifying creatures, mm-hmm. uh, we've got our own terrifying story uh, developing as we speak right now in the United States of America. We have our own terrifying monster that people are currently trying to get rid of but this isn't a regular creature that stalks around trying to suck blood or kidnap your kids at night no 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 he's he's just trying to make our country great again is this joe biden this is not joe biden this is the current current as of right now uh january 14th but tiktok i know donald trump people are trying to get rid of donald trump so to quickly catch you guys up donald trump is going to be impeached he is impeached he is officially impeached. So nice. They did it twice. Yeah. So so we thought, what better way to talk about an episode, talk talk about this on an episode, than, you know, 
quickly dot off some of our favorite uh, things like uh, terrible sequels. Because well, this is really just a repeat of the first time around. Exactly. Like, this is a sequel to the first impeachment, which was, I believe, the Russia collusion. They thought he was a asset for Russia. Yes. Full but, of intrigue, if you will. Like, they, as far as, like, an opening movie, mm-hmm. uh, a set where the... Like, let's lay out this story. Super duper intrigue. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's true, what's not true. Is Everybody had a, questions. Or like, is, is he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This time it was like, uh, uh, homegrown terrorism. Yeah. Like, we're going to just go ahead and yeah. do it lickety spit. Yeah. More money, more. Uh, yeah. The, yeah, the first time they tried to throw the country into a civil war, the the budget was better. They had a really good uh, mm-hmm. uh, director, really good script on that one. This time around, you know, they slashed the budget. You're like, people will pay attention to this one anyways. We'll throw this together. We'll, uh, it'll be fine. That's people, right. People will be on board. It's They're here for the ride. The Trump impeachment too. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... We, we, so like I said before, we have a short list that we're going to go back and forth on of, you know, just sequels that did definitely didn't hold up. Cause a lot of time when they make a second movie, it's just, it does, it is completely outshone by the original one. It's, it's hard true. to top a great movie whenever it first comes out. Cause it's so hot and original. I'm going to go ahead and be the first one. It uh-huh. wasn't even on the list. Uh-huh. Escape plan Two. escape plan Two. Oh, how did, but I, how does that tie in Brayton? Uh, Donald Trump needed an escape plan, <laughs> and, it didn't and apparently so did a lot of his followers at I, the <laughs> capital. I, I also have one that wasn't on. That I just remembered. Okay. Nas- National Treasure Two, uh, <laughs> because uh, it's nah, it's just not as good. <laughs> okay, it, it, it's just not as good. All right, I te- I texted you the uh, that list that we talked about. Yes, if, if you want to go off your first one. Well, my phone is re- currently recording us. Mm. Cool. I'll put this right here. Okay, now you can see it. So we're good. We're fine on time. Don't stress. Okay, uh, a applicable. Th- now these are applicable titles to what, what is happening right exactly. now. Exactly, we're actually tying it in. We did some work. Exactly, okay? we're writing so, jokes. Uh, Terminator Two, Judgment Day. <laughs> oh, oh no! It, I mean, but he's actually, Terminator judged. Two is like everybody's favorite. Yeah, that is the definition of a good sequel. Right. You step up the game, you build it up a little bit stronger, uh-huh. and at the end of it, uh, someone waves goodbye into mm-hmm. a, a sinking pile of lava. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> that's and that's exactly what happens to you when you're impeached as a president. Yeah, <laughs> throw yeah, you into the lava. Here's right. another good one. Oh, are you gonna go? Oh yeah, we're gonna go back and forth. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, mine is uh, the Hangover Two, Be- uh, because. It's we've already seen this before, but now we're just trying to like wake up and figure out what the hell is actually going on. We're trying to fill in the blanks and recall how we got to this point in the first place. But it's just not as funny as the first time around. It's just kind of like, let's get this over with. It's kind of like if the outcome was civil is civil war. We're trying to remember how it happened last time. But we (laughs) we've just gone through so much right now. We can't put the pieces together on Mm -hmm. how we actually got here, Uh whether it be through social media, lockdowns, pandemics economy uh crashing um police brutality it's just we can't put all of this together by looking at history and and seeing what's going to happen in the future right we're just gonna have to see how it plays out Mm -hmm. all right what what you got next this one's a a little self-explanatory but it kind of hits the nail on the head 
Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, oh yeah. no. Being that, are you saying the Democratic Party is like an empire? I'm just. With a dark lord? I'm just saying my views as a libertarian is pretty clear <laughs> and uh, this fits in exactly. perfectly. And all I'm saying is that if Nancy Pelosi wore a black robe, she would literally look like the emperor. That's all I'm going to say. Oh my goodness! <laughs> she actually—I'll try to Photoshop that later. That's actually anyway, really have good. you have you you know? I mean, you only see the emperor shoot lightning out of his fingers at the very end. Uh-huh. So until the very end of this whole process, until she retires, like I'm not going to rule it out. I'm like she might be shooting lightning out of her fingers at Donald Trump. We don't know what happens. It could be. It looked. It she does kind of have a face of uh of a previous uh right before she uh. Lightning's her own face. Right. Face. Exactly. Uh, next one I have really quick. Uh, the Exorcist 2, perfectly called The Heretic. <laughs> uh, it's self-explanatory. Yeah. Here you go. Uh, I, most of these are. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, again, another another classic just sequel. These are all good Low-hanging ones. fruit, but just low sma- hanging fruit, but we're smack gonna... it out of the park, Bray. Captain America, <laughs> Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. I mean, we're, we may not be out. We, 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 this one actually is a little bit of a prediction. Yeah. This yeah, one's yeah. not necessarily applicable to what's happening right but it, now. But it's a sequel and it makes sense. But it's a sequel. <laughs> we may be, uh, we, we may be predicting what's, what's happening next. We're not leaning away from it. So, no, no, you know, no. we're just gonna, we're gonna go to the theater to that one. Yep. Uh, uh, you want me to do my last one? Go ahead. Okay, blow, cool. Blow your load. Uh, this is my my last uh, pee in the pod is Evan Almighty. Um, because, like, kind of like my other one in my list, uh, we've already kind of seen something similar unfold, but the second time around, uh, God's not really in it. <laughs> God's, in God we trust. Uh, maybe. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know anymore. Okay. So I got, I, I'm scrolling through a couple of uh, the other ones right now. Uh-huh. Uh, okay so really quick uh before we keep going i do want to say stick around because we have a really uh important guest that we're going to be interviewing he is a internet comedian he is a sketch comedy writer and he has been on this podcast before but he we will be taking a phone call with him later so stick around for that that'll be very interesting okay now the the movie that i'm talking about that I think is actually highly applicable is from the uh, list of the worst sequels. Mm. Um, this movie is Grown Ups 2. Oh. How does this equate, you say? <laughs> How about a bunch of uh, friends acting like grown ups specifically for money? <laughs> <laughs> I think that describes our American politics. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Uh, just a bunch of people that have been in this career way too long and are getting overpaid and are, you know, it's just the regular people that have to watch this unfold that really have to pay the price. Exactly. Exactly. That's the last one I think I got. Yeah. 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 That's all we okay. got folks. So, yeah, like I said, it is January 14th. Uh, lots of, lots of new developments are going to happen literally within the next week. Cause on January 21st, we're going to have, uh, our president. Wait, does that mean Mike Pence is technically the president right now, or no? No, because he's been he, impeached, and it has to go to the Senate, huh? Correct. Uh, which is which probably not going to happen. Doesn't convene until the nineteenth, which is also after Biden gets 
placed into office. So he's going to already not be president mm. by the time that that goes through. Now, the main thing now, there's a lot of there's a lot of speculation on what's going on. But the main thing that I believe that they're trying to do is set an example close as well as convict him. They're wanting to make sure that he does <laughs> not rerun okay. for president. Right. I think it's more of the the not re- as much sending the message because Donald Trump never receives any any messages that people tried to send him really he can't he's banned he's, from he's social media angry. do you try and uh, send a direct message he can st- he just needs going through donald trump too <laughs> just you can do that on his phone okay uh it's not so much as trying to send a message as it is the the message the um the uh, the implications and what he doesn't benefit once he is properly impeached because he's not allowed to run for president again in 2024, like you already brought up, but also he, if a president is impeached, they lose their $200,000 salary uh, every year oh, as no. long as they live. Oh, he wouldn't, no. he, he wouldn't get that. Poor guy. He wouldn't get his million dollar uh, travel budget a year. Did you know that every president has a million dollars every year out of taxpayers dollars to travel? To what? Why? Also, uh, I think it's, Usually four, sometimes six uh, Secret Service uh, bodyguards that are full-time employees. Okay, that one kind of makes sense. That one does, but also, do you need like four to six? What about one or two? Also, million dollars to travel. It's like, dude, why don't you go coach? Why don't you try the Greyhound, friend? Like, you know what I mean? Have you taken a look at the deck clock recently? (laughs) We don't got no money. No. Um, So... But also the two hundred thousand dollars a year is is that a huge dent in Donald Trump? No, but it does set, it does send a message, and also most importantly that he can't rerun in twenty four. I think you sh- we should enact a policy where if a president like I will be okay uh, for a president getting a mil- a million dollars to travel. That's fine. I- I'm okay with this as long <laughs> as he flies coach. Oh. For the rest of the time, mm. he has to be next to someone, giving him an earful of everything that he should have done in his presidency. Well, yeah, and he doesn't have to fly coach; he just has to pay for it out of his own pocket. Correct. Exactly. He's like, yeah, yeah, do that. But but if you're going to use taxpayers' dollars, you get the taxpayer treatment, like how we have to go wait in the DMV and listen to the crazy person next to us, like uh-huh. complain. Exactly. Oh, I love that idea. Yeah, just justice. Obama. <laughs> hey. How's it going? Mm-hmm. How long is our flight? Three hours? Wow. Ooh. Going gonna, to Hawaii again. Didn't you didn't you just do that a few I saw a few months ago? Yeah, yeah. I real I really hope that this plane doesn't crash. Yeah. Not unlike your website for Obamacare.com. <laughs> <laughs> that is well, it's that joke just, still lands now. It would have double landed like eight years ago. Yeah. Oof. He's just constantly having to explain himself. It's like I'm just, I'm just one guy. I, I, there's just a lot of stuff. <laughs> you know what? I think it would be super funny if he's just like on a, on a cheap bus or a train and there's like, you know, there's a stereotype that homeless people use the bus, you know, it's super funny if there's homeless people and Obama's just there, you know, using his free ticket and he's trying not to make any eye contact and a homeless person comes up and he's like, excuse me, any change? <laughs> oh my and he's like, I tried, and there was change. He just starts there was breaking down, change. crying. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. There you go. Yep. All right, you guys. Um, let's do a quick uh, introduction before we um, have our guest come on. Certainly. Yeah. All right. So Hi, I'm Brayton. 
Uh, no, not us. Oh, I guess. you are Brayton. Good job. <laughs> well, you get a lollipop. Like, Sean, we should have introduced ourselves like at the beginning. No, but I mean, we can do it again. The now. voiceover that we paid our own money for introduced us quite well. That's right. And that's not a recording, by the way. He's he's doing that live every single time. He cues up the music and the sound effects. It's awesome. And it's very very expensive because <laughs> we have to reserve the time. We have to reserve him, and he has to mm-hmm. have the same inflections every yes. single time. If he doesn't do it right, mm-hmm. we get half our money. Back. But that's that is why well, we pay the, him so well. That's the contract stipulates. Yep. So that's why we pay him thousand dollars. Good job, Danny. Keep up the good work. Okay, you guys. So we've got a very special guest that we wanted to reach out to. This is our very first episode where we're recording a interview on a phone on a phone call, and I think it's going to go pretty well. So with us right now, all the way from Missoula, Montana, is our good friend Drew Hatch. What's up, Drew? Hey, how's it going, guys? It's going really well. Uh, you know, we were talking about the impeachment of Donald Trump the second time around and how crazy that all is. How is that vibe out where you are in Montana? Well, if there's one thing that I know from uh, the Missoulans that they've taught me is that I am um, complicit. You are complicit. Like you should yeah. have stopped Donald Trump? I'm not sure. We're all complicit. Um, but certainly some people are more complicit than other people. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not sure what I was supposed to do about, about Donald Trump, but, um, are they, so you're saying that they're making you feel guilty by not being more outspoken against him. Is that kind of what you're saying? Well, here's the thing is if you walk down the street or you drive anywhere, it's spray painted everywhere. How are you complicit? Oh, really? Yeah, so that's aggressive. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> that that oh, that's kind of a I, bummer. I I was hoping that we were gonna get off on like on a joke or just like yeah. a quick like little thing <laughs> yeah. to kind of get the ball rolling, and you're kind of like, no, it's kind of like anarchy and people hate me <laughs> over here. <laughs> I, right. No, it's really it's really dangerous out here. Um, oh. Even even in a you know like ninety nine percent white community, it's, <laughs> you, things are tense. Are you sure there isn't something else going on that you need to be, pay a little more attention to in your inner community? Like people are really mad about the, uh, are you, are you, did you walk away from a murder or something? Does what? Did you walk away from like a murder? Like you're complicit in not stopping a murder and they're just saying, no, 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 this thing that happen. would be, <laughs> that'd be much worse. That would be, that'd be understandable at least. Right. Uh, okay. So a uh, quick, quick little background on, Drew and why we wanted him to be a guest on this episode of the podcast. Uh, Drew has been making internet videos. He's been writing sketch videos for what do you think, Drew? Like over ten years now, huh? Something like that. Something like over ten years. Uh, he was taking um, film film classes at one point because you wanted to go into the film industry and you wanted to be basically kind of follow Judd Apatow's footsteps, right? Yeah. More or less. Yeah. Yeah. So, so just for like the audience's sake, can you give us a little bit of background on what was your first like inspiration or what kind of was that first spark in your, in your mind where you were like, Oh, this is something I'm interested in. And this is what I want to try to do. Um, God, when I was a kid, I just always wanted to make movies back then. It was always serious though. That's how I thought of it. And then, 
I was going to Hawaii with my family back in forever ago, maybe 2009. Okay. And, um, we were in the Las Vegas airport waiting for our plane and we walked by a bookstore in the Las Vegas airport. And I noticed that on the, the magazine rack that sits outside that store, it was filled with a uh, hustler magazine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I thought that that was really funny. I just, I don't know. I thought about it for like the next five minutes. Like who, who has the gall, the wherewithal as it were to walk up proudly to the rack that's sitting out just in the main walkway and pick up a hustler magazine and then go up to the cashier, then buy it. And then I, I guess, cause they're in an airport that they're just going to walk proudly with it. Oh yeah. Into the bathroom. <laughs> well, I don't know if anyone's going to proudly <laughs> walk into it. No, they would probably tuck it under their, uh, yeah, no, in their coat jacket or something. But then they, I imagine that they got that cause they're like, Oh, this is, this is how I want to spend the time on my flight. Usually looking at this magazine. Usually when right. I, Usually when I buy a Hustler magazine, I declare to the world uh, what I'm going to do with it. <laughs> I have no shame in the sinful in the sinful literature. I am going to go to either the bathroom or wait till I get on the wait. plane. Okay, so in the when you were younger, you were in the airport and you saw that and you thought it was funny and you wish you could have recorded it or I, I know like, how does this no, translate to movies? So that was how that was the first video I ever made was, uh, I just thought like, I want to record this of some sort. So are you saying I that, recorded? Uh, sorry. I, so right now I know that the conversation could go one of two ways. Either you saw that and you're like, that's funny. I want to make funny videos. Or you saw that and you're like, that's cool. I want to make pornography. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, I actually wanted to make funny porn. Um, oh. I don't know that anyone does this, so. No, so I wanted to make funny videos. So then my sister had this digital camera and I just had her record me just say something like, uh, I'm sitting here in the Las Vegas airport and you can enjoy the free Wi-Fi or visit the bookstore and buy yourself a Hustler. So there something like that. Oh, yeah, and okay, then, okay. Um, yeah, and then I started, I had a laptop with me and I was like, I'll bet that there's like some free type of video editing software on here. Uh-huh. And so then I just ended up making videos for that whole week. Nice. So that was and your that was your first kind of go at making a like a internet series. Yeah, and I would put one up every single day. I remember every night I would sit there editing them, and then I'd post them every single night. And and by the next morning, you know, I get texts from like a couple of my closer friends and tell me how funny they were or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, and I remember the first time one hit fifteen views, I was just like, oh, I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> I'm kind of a because of the 15 views. I remember, yeah, because when you're young and you're and you're putting up, you know, if it's like pictures on Instagram or whatever. But when YouTube was in it, you know, basically it's infancy back then. Still trying to figure out how this whole thing works. If you got everybody that you know plus more people that you don't know to watch a video that you put up on YouTube, you're like, well, shoot, just send me the checks. I'm going to retire early, boys. Like, it really did. I remember. I know that feeling, this was, too. I, this is actually before. Yeah, no, we, just like 15 people were <laughs> focusing on, on me. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, this is as good as it gets, you know. Um, so, yeah. so I imagine because I, I, I don't. I don't recall pretty well, but I imagine that even though that was your first one and you were really excited about, about it, it didn't exactly break the internet. Nothing went viral, right? It was, it never really went past like a handful of views. Oh yeah, of course. Okay. So 
I, but I know that wasn't the last time that you did a series where pretty much every day you uploaded a video because I know you've been to trips uh, like to Hawaii, like you said, you've been to Mexico. And I know because I was part of this one was our um, beach camping uh, YouTube series where we did this two years in a row where every day we would basically do a full day of writing and recording sketch videos with our friends that were basically obligated to be in the videos because they were camping with us <laughs> and, which was yeah yeah and did you have them sign waivers i did not no ooh, of course not. <laughs> ooh, you guys you guys you guys you guys, no, no, guys no, no, you no. are opening yourself to some legal liabilities <laughs> Right. That's why. That's why we didn't make any money off of those, right, Sean? That's 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 really the only reason I could say. And actually, I think. I mean, I had made um, little like home videos and stuff um, with my like parents' camera at home with my brothers and stuff like that. But that was really the first time where I would probably say I collaborated with somebody that was also trying to make funny videos. Um. Especially like I actually remember I remember the first one. I thought of this really good idea for the first day. I thought, Oh, this will be funny and then it didn't end up being a really good video. But I, I remember we had made videos before, so I was like, Oh, what's the etiquette here? Like how long do I have to wait before I bring up like the video? Like we talked about how we were gonna do it. And I was like, How long do I have to wait before I bring it up or I'll bring it up to do me? Do I have to wait or yeah, yeah like yeah. I was just kind of like like I didn't know how you felt about it or whatever. And I remember I pulled up and I was like, Oh hey guys, I said hi to you, I said hi to Sam and then they're like, oh, you know, I don't know. You guys probably commented on me being late because I'm sure I was. Drew, and no, then, there's um, no way that you were ever late back in the day. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> right. Drew, Drew, really quick for the audience. Drew had a reputation of being being the last guy at the party. He would always show up late, but it was like, I don't know if it was something he intentionally did, but it was always like, where's Drew? Why isn't he here? And then he'd always be the last one to go. And then as soon as Drew showed up, like things could finally commence and the party and the the good times could begin until Drew got there. Nothing really got done. So he never missed out on anything. Right. (laughs) Everyone just sat there. And then as soon as I showed up, it was like, all right, we can turn on the music. (laughs) (laughs) So, so anyway, sorry to cut you off, but so you said you showed up and you said hi to everybody and then what happened? Yeah, just we were like, oh, hey, how's it going? Oh, why were you late? Oh, because of this. Oh, okay. And then you're like, so, so are we going to film or? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, right off the bat. Two minutes or something like that. It was great. It was like, okay. And then we spent that whole day pretty much at it. Yeah. And then like the, we spent um, at Carlsbad uh state beach we would spend like literally a week and every single day we would go down to the beach and then outside of that we would basically be sitting sitting down at a laptop or whatever just like having snacks or something and being like okay what jokes do we want to do what are we going to be able to film and kind of like string everything together into like a week-long miniseries and it was some of the most fun times i ever had so that first the first day got like well, I was going to say a ton of views, but you know, back then, so probably like in a 20. Over 15 <laughs> views? Oh, man. I'm pretty sure. And um, and then it just went dramatically down after that because that's, I guess, that's how, how things work, I guess. Um, that's when the internet started uh, flooding with content. <laughs> that was just, yeah, right. that was just the wrong time. That was when, like, uh, uh, yeah, everybody yeah. just started making YouTube videos. So there was that's just what, too much, too, ma- too much that the audience could, had to pick from. That's when you realized you were not a cat and could no longer be internet famous. Right. Well, so I did make, um, eventually I made this video, um, 
for school and I thought it was okay. So I went ahead and posted it on that, that, that was my old channel and I posted it up and then I hadn't gone on that channel in a couple of years. Cause you know, I, I took some time away for artistic <laughs> reasons. <laughs> You just, you just needed to, yeah, yeah, yeah. All that, all that money that you made off of your, your first handful of. You had to retire. Those, yeah. Yeah. You're like, I'm just going to, you know what? I'm going to take a few years off. You know, me and, uh, me and Carmen Electra are going to take, a, you know, just take our private jet and we're going to live comfortably. And then whenever I feel inspired again, I'll come back. I'll come back to maybe, my creativity. Maybe if I see a playboy at a bus station, I'll, I'll get inspired. Right. <laughs> so after, after I'd, uh, come back from my island and seen that playboy that you were talking about i uh i decided to to return and try to get back into that account and i couldn't because i couldn't remember my password <laughs> <laughs> oh no the irony yeah but one thing i did notice is that this this little video i had made for my class that i'd posted up it had like two thousand views or something like that on it oh nice which which one was that and it had comments from strangers that were telling me how good it was just a couple, you know, but you know, it felt good. It was, uh, it was a movie review of, um, the classic film passport to Paris with Mary Kate Mashley. (laughs) The, yeah, the, uh, the critically acclaimed, I believe, uh, yeah. Passport to Paris. Honestly, some of the Olsen twins, uh, finest work as well. Uh, it's my favorite one for sure. And I've seen them, all of them, I think. <laughs> That's kind of alarming, but I know that you had sisters, and also, yeah. it's not like whenever we were younger, we didn't know that the Olsen twins were hot. Well, they funny. <laughs> Wait, I did have sisters, but they actually didn't like them. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> is it because they were jealous? <laughs> oh no, they were jealous. Okay, no, so, so so yeah, I used to watch all those, and yeah, for some school projects, I decided to go ahead and review that, and then as it turns out, people like that so there you go (laughs) okay so you're saying the most success that you've had on the internet is talking about the olsen twins so far so about finding good tags which i think you talked about one time you were talking about how you and your brother made a video and you tagged i think it was gummy bears in it oh uh no uh the care bears oh yeah and then it got like a ton of views yeah in china like and i remember being like where are all these views coming from and checking the analytics and there was like I, I, I don't know that that video only had like several hundred views or something. I was like, where, why? Cause you know, it's like, I only get like maybe 20 views tops on these, you know, early YouTube videos and then checking it. Yeah. And the Chinese people turns out they're, they're into the care bear. So yeah, the tags really make a difference. Yeah. That's why, I mean, now whenever I'm making videos, I'm always trying to like, however loosely I can tie one of these videos to something that might get searched. I will tag it. All right, Drew. So, Next thing I want to ask you, I think I already know the answer to this question. So if you can't come up with anything, I have, I've got one, um, a story loaded for you, but what is the hardest you've ever had to work to make a video? What's like the most effort you've put in to pull off a video or the, what the most you've had to sacrifice for making internet content? The most I've had to sacrifice relationship. Of Carmen Electra. <laughs> and I want to think about all the friendships I've lost. And the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, what are, you, are you trudging up all these poor feelings for Drew? What have I lost? <laughs> well, I, I, I'm curious to know what you're thinking, but the, the ones I made over quarantine, actually, they were maybe 
So there was uh, two videos. I'm pretty sure it was two where I uh-huh. had, um, well, one of them had a montage of me eating. <laughs> and so, but the audience, the way the audience just took that is they think that you just made a montage of you eating a bunch of food and made that your video. But I know that's not what it is. So you might need to explain it a little bit more than that. Well, I mean, it's a very funny video about my quarantine routine. And one, oh, okay. One so, thing, you're, so you're saying during, oh, okay. So during quarantine, you're saying you made a couple of videos of what your life looked like during the shutdown. Well, yeah, one of them was, well, they were both fake, obviously. But yeah, one of them had this montage of me eating a bunch of junk food. Okay. So, you know, I went to the store, like, it's not like I happened to have, um, Peach Cheetos, a giant bucket of cheese balls, and you know, uh, oatmeal cookies or whatever else I had in there. So I had to go to the store. I had to buy all that, and then I had to eat all of it. And like, I don't know. It sounds like sounds like a good time, but it wasn't that great of a time. <laughs> oh, oh, because I'm so I imagine during quarantine you were really still going through um, trying. I don't know if you were trying to stay keto or whatever. But if you were just yeah. really trying to eat healthy and exercise and you're like, I come, to, I have this amazing idea, but I have to eat amazing, delicious food. <laughs> What's the hardest work that you've had to put into making a video? I had to snack a little too much. <laughs> no, also, I still remember when I bought it all, just thinking like, man, this is a lot of money. It wasn't a lot of money, but you know, I don't know, over $10. Oh my God. There you go. Whatever. Oh no, <laughs> over $10 and props. No, <laughs> you've given up so much. No. Okay. This is, this is the one that I had in mind specifically because we were talking about, um, beach Christmas and we would, we would take turns. One of us would be the cameraman and usually one, two or three of our friends or whatever would be the, uh, on the cast that were kind of like going through a semi improvised, semi-scripted um like comedy scene and one of them was whenever i was uh the cameraman and i think whenever i'm the cameraman i'm a little bit more demanding of like the physicality that i want um from the actors because i you can't really fake it you know like if you fake it, it's gonna look fake if it looks real if you do real stuff, it looks more real and then it's more funnier, I think. And I remember there was one scene specifically. It was after I'm trying to remember. Is it the fight club scene? No. Uh, Drew, Drew, the character, basically Drew's character that he was playing was doing his tradition of making these really intricate um, sandcastles <laughs> that were like laden oh, with like, emotional ties. That's and, right. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Drew knows where I'm going with this now. Um um and sam's character is just kind of this like strong-headed dick you know he was playing he was basically playing himself (laughs) no just kidding method Method yeah yeah, method acting yeah real real stretch (laughs) um it got him out of his comfort zone (laughs) think of a time when you're uh no you can't you can't think of a time when your father okay so so drew uh was making this like really intricate uh sandcastle it was what was it drew to in in memoriam of your grandfather that fought in world war ii yeah he no but he died after the war but he built a sandcastle he built a drip sandcastle on the beaches of normandy during the invasion that's right yeah and and so every year you would make a drip sandcastle and like at the end when it's finally come together, there's it's, I think it was, was it black and white or there was for sure like emotional. Yes, yeah, like, it's black and white. It's such a good, man, it was so good. It just shows was, me in slow motion yeah. making these drip sandcastles with the, uh, 
in the arms of the end. <laughs> oh, dang. This, did this get, get pulled <laughs> Pulling from YouTube? Out, oh, probably most likely. Oh, that's a good question because at least half of them have by now. Uh, <laughs> um, so all these, all these YouTube videos that we're describing, you cannot watch. They are off of YouTube now. <laughs> No, I no, it's kind of them you can, and it's kind of them you can't. Yeah, they kind of, and it comes and goes too. I've noticed some of them get taken down briefly, and then they come back after like a few years because the song's not as popular anymore. Trading rights, you know, legal rights have changed hands or something like that. You oh, know. So anyway, so at this point, I remember Sam's character comes in and he slams his foot on one of the sand castles, like just completely oblivious, doesn't realize that he's destroying all the sand castle that Drew put all this labor and love into. And just the look that got in Drew's eyes. And basically the idea was that they would get so mad at each other that Drew would physically like chase after Sam, like as fast as he could with me running backwards, holding the camera, tackle him into the ocean and basically like choke him out and start beating him up. It was kind of like as simple as that because the whole gag was that it was funny that he would want to fight after all that emotional impact. So Drew, what, what do you remember about me trying to like tell you? Cause I remember we did one take and I, and and I was like, it's okay, but it's you guys aren't moving fast enough, and or it was something like that, right? You wanted me to well, because no, you basically what you needed me to do because you were running backwards and we were running forwards is you needed us to run, but exaggeratedly because it needed to look like we were going faster than we were, right? Because I can't, much. yeah, because we didn't have like a dolly or anything. We we're just literally holding yeah. like a waterproof camera and so then run backwards, yeah. And I was we like, we did these like cartoony yeah. runs. And they look really good. I mean, it's, I think it's still up and they yeah, look because really we were, funny. Because we were going to throw uh, throw um, slow motion effect on it anyway. So as long as you kind of like over um, emphasize, emphasize your, your motions, it would kind of like come out without looking too cheesy. And we did one take and I was like looking at it and Drew's like, I think it's pretty good. And I was like, it's just it, the physicality is not there. I don't know. I was just like, I, I need more. I don't know. I was just being pretentious or whatever and drew's like okay and then we say okay ready like action or go or whatever we said and then drew's running and drew why don't you tell your version of the story and then i'll i'll, I'll pick it up from there well i don't i don't know what happened i was running we were in the water like probably up to like i don't know just after our ankles and uh and then i just hurt and then uh, you just, <laughs> so, my, so my toe hurt yeah drew. And so i dropped down and then when I'm looking at my feet, like it's very clear that I broke a toe and I still don't, <laughs> I don't know. It was a, it was like quite literally like a Vigo Mortensen from the Lord of the Rings site where Drew was given everything he had into this scene and, and, and he just stayed in character. <laughs> I remember he, he, t I think he, you completely kind of like tackled him into the water and it was like maybe knee deep water, but the thing about the beach that we were at, there were these like rocks all over the place. And you know, if you're running on the beach, you can like avoid them like when you're in the sand, but when you go into the water, you can't really tell where there's rocks or anything. And then at some point, like we say, oh, I'm like, okay, cut. And I was like, wow, that looked way better. I was like, get, I was like, good job. You guys, that was great. And then Sam's like, yeah, sure. And then Drew's like, I broke my toe. And we were like, okay, no, you didn't. You did not break your toe just now. And you're like, look at it. And then, you know, me and Sam look at it, but we don't want to freak our friend out. We're like, it's fine, but it's definitely like when you're looking at the, that toe and then you look at the same toe on the other foot, you're like, oh, this one's significantly more crooked. Most, <laughs> most toes are supposed like it, to be like three was, centimeters apart. <laughs> yeah. Like that's like everybody's feet, right? Yeah, Drew, stop being so dramatic. Walk it up, put some turd on it. 
I'm like, I'm pretty sure it used to be straight. No, I don't remember that, Drew. I don't recall. So that was that was the the time that I remember that you sacrificed the most, where you actually broke a. Oh, broke here a was a, a time. I, I don't know about sacrifice or whatever, but okay. So one time, um, I was talking to this girl, and then I got I felt burned by her kind of bad. And when I was talking you? to somebody about it, what did she ghost you? Is that why you felt bad? Or? No, 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 no. Um, you'll remember this in a second. Okay. okay. Um. So I, I thought when I was telling the story to somebody, <clears throat> I was just joking about it because I thought like the thing was kind of funny and I was like, Oh, that'd be a funny video. So, so then I went off and I decided I was going to start this or I made this video and Sean actually filmed this one too. And, um, our friend Coco was in it playing the girl and I put this video up and it was probably by the time I got it up, it was probably like a whole three or four days after the <laughs> incident with the girl had taken place. Okay. So it was a sketch video that you made based off of a real story with a real girl who there was yeah, actual so real the, feelings that were still. Well, so what I named the video, what, what was it? Uh, the story of us, Carissa. So you put the girl's <laughs> name in the title of the video. Sure. Didn't it just rhymed. <laughs> oh, it just rhymed. <laughs> it just rhymes with it. Um, <laughs> Carissa, Carmen, Mar- that Mar- doesn't Mar- rhyme. Mar- Marissa. <laughs> so, so I posted this video up, and this girl, she's uh, she's my best friend's cousin. So, when I posted it up, and then she saw it, and she got all mad, and then like that whole, I, I knew like the whole family, and they all got pretty mad at me <laughs> for whatever reason. You should have just waited a little bit longer, so the wound wasn't I so fresh. Have. And I also, oh man. It's just like the name rhymed too much. I used her ex-boyfriend's name in the video. Like I didn't even Did make also, a fake one for him. I also <laughs> put parentheses her actual name in the title. No. Dude, I remember, but I remember we went to, to Santee to the park and we filmed that and it ended up looking pretty good because there was a lot of like natural light kind of. And it Right. And well, so music- here was the thing that broke my heart about that. I ended up pulling that one down. It's, it's kind of back up now, I think, but um, I pulled it back down. And the thing that killed me about that one is uh, that one, at that time, I was dealing with that, like, oh, 15 views. Oh, cool. This one broke 20. You know, like we were talking about. Uh-huh. That one, by the end of the second hour that it was up, had like 130-something views. Right. Yeah, I remember. I and remember. people were commenting on it like strangers. Pro- I mean, probably her friends, to be honest. But uh-huh. <laughs> No, that's but right. I remember. I didn't know were commenting on the video, talking about how funny it was. And right. I was just like, oh, this is my... What's that called? My magnum opus. This <laughs> is this is this is magnum opus. This is this is it. Yeah, you're like this is this is this is the one that's gonna kind of like get things jump started. And I'm pretty. I correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember checking at the end of the day. I think you had like over 300 views on that one, which is really really good, especially yeah. back then for somebody that didn't really have that amount of views. And so it was starting to like circulate. People were sharing it and commenting on it. And then just when you start to kind of like get some momentum on your YouTube sketch videos, somebody's just like, no, you need to take that down. It's hurting my feelings. And you're like, but, but my career in my career, it's just starting to take off 300 views. Right. And that's why I'm never going to get famous as a comedian because people's feelings matter. (laughs) So now you, so I, that's also why you won't be president. (laughs) Yeah. So you learned. So you learn not to upload videos with girls' names or names that rhyme with the actual girls' names, I hope. 
Well, then later there was this other girl and she, uh, things didn't work out great there either, but she was into making videos. And at some point, like not long after the incident, like a week after I was like, Hey, tell me if this is a funny video. And then I pretty much walked through my, in my head, like the comedic version of what had happened between us. Uh And she said, yeah, that's super funny. Can I play myself? I said, of course you can. You had an ex-girlfriend play herself? Oh no. Yeah. And, but that one, but I imagine, <laughs> yeah, he's writing out the script and all of a sudden it just gets, starts to get really dark and he started <laughs> and another thing, <laughs> just unleash a whole video. <laughs> you like write the script out and she's just like, has to go in this like Quentin Tarantino rant of how she's just like the worst person ever. She's like, I'm a, I'm a soulless, heartless biatch, and and I never <laughs> like, deserved anybody like Drew in the first place. I feel like you wrote this me. This wasn't in the summary that you sent me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, just learn the script. You said you wanted to play the part. This is what you agreed to. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So why does your character have to go through my phone in the sketch? <laughs> <laughs> That never even happened. <laughs> <laughs> on, this, on this line, it just says, tells truth here, no lies. <laughs> you know, just improv it, babe. So whenever you texted Brian that one night, uh, what was that really about? <laughs> I'm confused. This one just says, tell the fucking truth. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So with all that said, I know that you started to get back with a new YouTube channel, which we'll leave a link for in the uh, description for the YouTube video and the uh, podcast episode. What's the uh, um, channel name? Yeah. What's your channel name? Uh, the drew made this, the drew made this. Okay. So you'll be able to check out the more recent videos that he's been putting up. So um, in recent months, you've been kind of getting slowly back into it. What is the next uh, video that you have on your horizons as far as the ideas that you have in store? Um, okay. So I posted a video like a twins video on there. A twins video. Um, Ooh, who were you dating? Oh, what? <laughs> so you just say a twins video, like, like another Olsen twins, twins video, another Olsen twins oh. video. No, I wish. Um, no, I'm, I'm the twin, uh, me and my, my quote unquote brother, David. Oh, um, okay. Okay. So, okay. Where you play both characters. Yeah, so I had posted one of those before. I have three more scripts, I think, for those. Okay. I'm planning on filming at least one next month. Cool. And then I have either one or two um, that Drew reviews this videos that are going to be posted up. One of them will be posted up this month. Ooh, and I'm in I'm in that series. Yeah, as a as a guest. Yeah, and I'm I'm <laughs> and I'm kind of I'm playing the straight man in that one. Like usually in our scripts, if it's just me and Drew. Um, one of us plays kind of the regular, just straight guy, like average Joe. And the other person plays the outlandish, like character that's either stupid or a complete jerk, you know? Yeah. Completely over the top. But in this one, I'm finally like the regular guy, which is usually like the opposite of the kind of character that I've played. So that is very interesting and different. And I think people liked it. I think I did too, especially, well, I mean, if the views mean anything, (laughs) (laughs) the views mean anything. They love that first one. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's just it, that's, <laughs> but that's that's kind of the YouTube game, though, isn't it? Where it's like sometimes you you're like, this idea is okay. I'll 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 you know I'll edit it. I'll put it up, and then I'll make another one next week. But then the one that you kind of don't put as much effort into, 
like kind of like blows up or you're like, Oh, I didn't yeah. think it was that funny. And then other ones that you're like so passionate about, you're like, this is the funniest thing I've done all year. You spend way more, t- so much more time editing it and making sure it's perfect and you put it up and then it just kind of like falls flat. And that's just the name of the YouTube game. Well, it's pretty much the bane of my existence. I think it's, it drives me nuts that you can like spend so much time and effort and money or whatever into filming this thing. And then like, how do I edit this? Do you learn a bunch about, you know, final cut or whatever. And you edit this video and you put it out and you're like, this is so good. This is so funny. <clears throat> and then people, you know, you get like 30 views or whatever, or, you know, maybe you spend like days filming dear Christmas and then nobody watches it. And it's just like, you think it's funny, but nobody watches it. Um, and then some chick films herself sitting on a toilet and just repeats that she's sitting on a toilet for like 45 seconds. <laughs> and now she's, you know, bought like four houses with the money that she got from that, uh, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very specific video. You, know, Char- you happen to have the camera on when Charlie bites some kid's finger. That's and right. then now they're all retiring it six years old. <laughs> oh, but, but Drew, you have a puppy right now. You have a puppy and you can literally, that's like, I'm not saying that you would use the puppy. To, oh, I had to this video. Your- I was going to post. Tell me what you guys think about this. I had this video. I was going to post. I was over at uh, my friend Griffin's house. Okay. He's okay. got a laminate floors. Okay. And this was, man, I'd had Clyde for, you know, a week or two at this point. And we just started sliding in back and forth, like from like across the apartment. <laughs> Like the like the, the Canadian like stone sliding thing that they do, like yeah, just, pretty much. Like I just take him and then you know go back and then oh dude, you throw him forward. You need and to he would slide that. on his side over to Griffin and you then Griffin to, would do it back to me. You need to put. And that I was up, like, if dude. I post this up, people are going to say I'm abusive. Oh, only a little bit. If, if it's with well, a puppy, how and fast the puppy. are you doing it? <laughs> yeah. What was that? How fast are you doing it? Oh, as fast as possible. <laughs> how no, long, I mean, I, I think it looks fun. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I mean, not saying that he enjoyed it, but he didn't. He, he didn't not seem to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> he was a puppy if I, indifferent. If I could classify yeah. a lot of my experiences that way, I would. So I think I, think I have that, a feeling that he was just going back and forth, thinking like humans are weird. Yeah, probably, <laughs> dude. I'm I'm telling you, if you upload that, you're gonna get thousands of views, and then even if one percent of that like checks out your other videos, your other videos are going to get hundreds of views. And then out of that, if they think the several that are already on that channel are funny, you're going to get subscribers out of that. And if that doesn't, you can make a video about how Sean led you wrong. And That's uh, right. that will get you views. And you, and, but you can <laughs> at, like, you at can least make, like three views. You can make the name like Don or something. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Don told me this. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, and if all else fails, make another, uh, video about the Olsen twins videos, billboard dad. Well, you know, I was, I was thinking about because I've been listening to that, uh, that podcast that I told you about the Simpsons podcast, uh-huh. where it's just these two Australian guys talking about Simpsons episodes. It's really good as it turns out. Um, all right, let's not plug like people's podcasts on our podcast. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, it's, you know. Don't look for, you know, one of the two Australian Simpsons podcasts. That uh, <clears throat> anyway, I was like, oh, what if I just started going through every Mary Kate Nashley movie? <laughs> Dude, there's a market for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there is. Maybe if you can get one of those girls who sits on the toilet as part of a co-host kind of thing. Dude, 
You're buying houses. Or in we no could time. do the podcast while she's sitting on the toilet. Yeah, if she's holding your dog while on the toilet, not sanitary, but it'll get views. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, dude. Uh, we're gonna wrap this thing up. Uh, we have probably taken enough of your time, but we really appreciate uh, you and your time in letting us call and use you as a interviewee. And uh, is there anything else that you want to plug before uh, we sign you off? Um, no, that's it. Okay. So, oh, well, all right, sweet, so we'll, simple we'll, and sweet. Yeah, we'll be sure. We'll be sure to leave uh, links to those YouTube videos so you guys can check them out um, after you check out this podcast. And uh, with that being said, uh, Drew, thanks for uh, coming on, dude. Appreciate Thank it. You. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it, guys. All right, man. Take it easy. All right, bye. Wow, that was good. Wow. We learned a lot. We we learned a lot about uh, Drew and his ups and downs and his, and yeah, I was anticipating when you when you were kind of giving the 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 little leeway of how he was inspired by Judd Apatow and all that. I thought he was going to say I watched the forty year old version. Thought it would be hilarious, and I I wanted to make movies like that. But no, I was wrong. That was very (laughs) that that took a turn. That was uh, that was good because you have to start somewhere. You'd be like, you know, if your dreams aren't big enough, you're not dreaming big enough so if you were like oh i want to be the next judd apatow it's like okay well why don't you start trying to make some funny youtube videos yeah and then but if your funny youtube videos never get off the ground because you know mean girls make you take them down then (laughs) youtube's gonna be like oh when you start to get successful you delete your videos so i guess we're not gonna send people you know advertise your videos anymore like hey maybe we suggest you watching this video it's like nope they're not gonna do that anymore i can't beat the algorithm she's (laughs) youtube is a is a cold-hearted bee that's for sure yep all right uh bray what are we doing next week on noisy business I would say podcast. we're probably going to do a podcast. Uh, what? Uh, Another um, podcast next week? Well, well you know, we're uh, th- there's a couple of things that we can talk about. It'll uh you know, whatever's in the news. Sure. Maybe uh, uh, talk you know, about some more business. You know what's not in the news enough these days? Ha. The pickle business. I don't think there's enough uh talk about how hard the recent downfall in the economy and the 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 shutdown of 2020 has impacted the the pickle market. Well, definitely in-store pickles. If you were if I was to get pickles nowadays, I'd want it shipped to my address. Yeah, it would probably be like really convenient if you you know cuz there's long lines and you're getting exposed and you have to remember your mask if you leave it in the car. It's just like a hassle and then it's like is that really one of the essential things on your list? And you need Man. your pickles. Exactly, but pickles are extremely delicious. They're affordable. They're completely underrated as a side dish or or a sandwich or, a main or, dish. or or yeah, exactly. You mm-hmm. literally you should just be eating pickles and that's why this episode is sponsored by an amazing product called pickles to you it's a monthly pickle subscription box uh we will be playing the uh advertisement that we they have sent us recently um or we sent to ourselves because i think we've run this yeah, company just in, <laughs> just in case uh there actually is a pickle company that does this this is not from them this is yes. made by us yes we we literally handpack these pickles ourselves uh it's a we literally put pickles in a box and they keep because the vinegar inside. They, they keep more or less, <laughs> more depending or less. on when we ship it. Yeah. I mean, exactly. But uh, we, we send these pickles to you. You can choose from over three varieties and, you know, customize your own box if you want to. Um, if you want more than three pickles a box, you're going to have to pay a premium price for that. Premium pickle uh, yeah. prices. But really, you're paying premium pi- 
premium prices for pickles, then you're going to get what you pay for. Uh, that was a tongue twister. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So if you like uh, salty, delicious, refreshing pickles. Uh, pickles to you. Pickles to you. Dot com. So check that out. But yeah. So we're going to have another good episode. Next where, week. Yeah. Uh, you know, if as long as the Civil War isn't like too far into if, if it, it, if it started, maybe ended. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe we're gonna have to do like a red versus blue type thing. Mm. Uh, but I don't be, know. Maybe yeah. maybe we'll do. There'll be some something stuff like to that. think about. Mm. But until then, if you enjoy the Noisy Business podcast and you are having a grand old time listening in, hit us up on social media at on Instagram. We're at the Noisy Business Pod. As well as if you are listening to this on iTunes, be sure to leave us a review and a five star rating. It does help. If you're watching on YouTube, we are talk. We did talk a lot about YouTube today. Give us give us a like, uh, subscribe, to subscribe to our channel. To uh, we're planning on doing a lot more stuff over here. We're hopefully going to be exactly. uh, producing more video content yeah, of all the sketch videos that we talked about. Eventually, get there. So hopefully, put on our own. Yeah, we really do appreciate you guys listening, and we shall see you next week. And in the meantime, don't ever forget the most in. important thing that you should never forget, never ever. And I don't want to. I don't want to reiterate. I don't want to step on your line, but it's incredibly important. Keep it noisy. Because of you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> because you can't keep it noisy if you don't keep it safe first, okay? But the thing that you should stay is indoors because of the lockdown, Brayton. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, of course. But remember, stay noisy. Hey there, neighbor. Sean here from Pickles to You, a monthly subscription box that allows you to get the finest pickled products from across this beautiful God-blessed country delivered right to your doorstep. That's right, friend. There's no need to run out to the store because you forgot pickles again. Pickles to You customizes what you like best and sends it to you in a no-hassle, low-cost package. Pickles to You. Other pickle subscription boxes can cost you over $4,000 a month. But at Pickles to You, we know times are tough. And we know people need delicious salty pickles more than ever. And that's why if you order our monthly subscription box now, you can enjoy perfect local batch pickles for the low, low price of $3.99.95. That's right, only $3.99.95. Pickles to You. And it's alright if you don't order them, friend. But uh, if I'm being completely honest, you gotta try these fucking pickles, okay? I'm getting, to be honest, a little stressed here. I think I'm gonna lose my house. My wife just might leave me. Turns out you can't really support family just by selling pickles. We're filing for bankruptcy. Thanks again, friend. God bless. Please buy some fucking pickles. <laughs>